This episode is being recorded out of Shop Talk Podcast Studios in Oak Park, Michigan. For more information, visit www.shoptalkpod.com. Pink suits with hats to match. Big crocodiles and Cadillacs. You looking for the fattest sacks. This is where it's at. Windows tinted. Seats for lyric line. Keep the hands on the burner. Cause niggas know that it's money on the Yo, what up though? It's your man Jay Johnson, aka the Tim Foyle Hat Titan, aka the conspiracy realist. A.K.A. the technology snob, Steve Jobs Jr. Don't text me with your green bubbles. A.K.A. I only debate my equals. Everybody else I teach. Also known as Juice because all the hoes say, Jay, you ice. Young Caesar because you know you can't roam without me. Mr. If you did it, I've done it before. I had it, got mad at it, don't want it no more. <laughs> A.K.A. Mr. If you put me in a room with lions, Simba's dying. Come back 15 minutes later, I'll have dinner frying. I am the best there is, the best there was, and the best there ever will be. What up? I thought we was doing new intros this week. That shit sounded old. You know, I tried. And obnoxious. <laughs> <laughs> Very arrogant. <laughs> it is what it is. I, uh, I, I'm going to wait. I'm going to okay. wait. Okay. And it's your man, Dame Going Wild, the pride of Puritan Avenue, the West Side Landlord, Thought Break Kid. The corner store conquistador, the liquor store legend, Mr. I don't know your bitch, I just know her tattoos. Welcome. Mm. Episode 60? 60. Yeah. Welcome back, Shop Talk Podcast, episode 60. There is not a notable 60 anything. Nah, it's not. We we did the Googles and if we, we came up. If, if we miss something, email, call me out, do whatever, but there is not nothing that's good that's 60. You on fire. Whoa, 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 wait a minute, wait a minute, wait a minute. $60 million. How much Kobe put up sixty on this farewell game, right? Yeah, the, the Kobe, the farewell, the Kobe Bryant farewell episode. Can I can so I say good. something that's probably like not popular? Dog, don't time out before you say don't come in here with no fucking Kobe slander, dog. I was never a Kobe fan. Well, you know, some niggas ain't fan of pizza, but I don't think Kobe. I think Kobe was overrated. How? Like, like in what in what world? At one point, he wasn't even the best player in his own state. That's not true. When Kobe played with Shaq, and I'm talking MVP year Shaq. Shaq was dominant. He was not a better basketball player than Kobe Bryant. Uh, uh, he meant Kobe may have had a more versatile game at that time. But like Who Shaq, plays basketball better? Kobe Bryant or Shaquille O'Neal? Kobe Bryant, 100% I would take, of the time. I would take Shaq in his prime. You can – like – the league and the world is void of big men. You can find a good sh- a good shooting guard comes out of college well, every year. When Shaq was playing, the league was not void of good big men. There was nobody like Shaq played when David Robinson was like on the down end of his career. No, Shaq played in ninety two. But I'm saying, like when Shaq came 94? into the when no, Shaq came in, when Shaq came into the league, a lot of a lot of the big men were like on their decline. Kareem. I mean, not Kareem, oh, but nigga, Hakeem. What? <laughs> I was about to say Hakeem. Hakeem still got a ring. He still got and, a ring. His baked, best years were behind him. He baked young Shaq. Took him to school. Kareem can play right now. You wouldn't want to. You wouldn't want to watch it. Do you see Kareem? Because he still time, be out there coaching the young niggas. The nigga is in great fucking shape. I swear to God, he can put put him yeah, in a couple games. Yeah, for a nigga fifty years old. Dog, this nigga African fam. He he original bloodline. <laughs> he original black don't crack. <laughs> Africans die every day. Uh, Africans die every fucking day. Not niggas named Hakeem Halajuwon. <laughs> that motherfucker is uh, original blood. Yo, we got True a guest. 
we got a guest in the studio with us too. My homeboy Jay Clear. We go we go way back. Back to before indictments <laughs> and, <laughs> and uh other wild shit. Go ahead, fam. What's happening, man? I'm just happy to be here, man. Hey man, we happy to have you here. You gotta you gotta think of an intro, man. I know it's on the spot. Uh <laughs> I had to come back because <laughs> I can't top nothing y'all had. Pass. Yeah, yeah I passed it. I, can't, I, I ain't got nothing. I ain't got nothing with that one. All right. What'd you say? Thought? What'd you say? Thought something? What'd the, you say? The thought break kid. The, yeah, I, that's 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 it, man. Side note, um, you have incorporated um, a little bit of Shawn Michaels into your intro, and you have no Ric Flair into your intro. I just want to point that out there. I, I change that up because Ric Flair is still a better wrestler than Shawn Michaels. We'll have, we'll have that. Debate. I, I don't. I'm not a wrestler. Cause I wrestler guy. I don't know. We're we not about to have this well, conversation again. The old wrestling. I don't know. Yeah, yeah. We'll it, we'll say that for another day. So, how how is your week? <laughs> <laughs> uh, I had a good week, man. Um, pretty dope week. I went to my uh, my man Dale. Best friend, he had a little baby shower. D. Merritt, yeah. D. Merritt had his baby shower. Um, little D. Merritt had me in here drunk off that Remy and forty ounces that yeah. week. Shout out to him, Amika. A little Danny Lynn is coming pretty soon. Uh, so I start off the week. That was Saturday, but yeah. that was the the beginning of our week because we had just wrapped up the podcast. Um, other than that, um, had a bunch of people in here recording episodes this week. Man, studios up and running. Shop Talk Podcast Studios. Yeah, we got to keep the lights on and we got to pay rent for sure. For so sure. if you're interested in doing a podcast, reach the fuck out. Absolutely. Uh, Let me try to think, man. Before uh, I mean, I, I never run into any. Yeah, man. I had a, besides that, I'm good, man. It was a pretty sweet. Now, now, now the question is, sir, how was your week? Fucked up. <laughs> Fucked up from top to bottom. So yesterday, I got arrested in the city of Plymouth, Michigan, <laughs> on my way to work, uh, which happens to be, I think this is my second or third arrest of the year. Mm. Uh, so not even a shout out, but fuck Plymouth Police. I was on my way to work. Now, I ain't even going front. My L's been dirty since 2015. Mm. I've probably turned them back on and had them clean for like a few months here or there. But for the most part, I've been riding dirty since 2015. I'm I'm going up 275. I am two exits away from work. Time out. This is so. I looked at your Snapchat earlier today. Okay. Not today. That day. It said, "I'm late for work." It's like 906. Got a, a, a tag. I was late. 906. I'm thinking like, oh, this nigga probably speeding. <laughs> no, but that's the thing. When I'm late to work, I don't speed because the building ain't going nowhere. I did I'm this, just late. I did this after the fact. You know what I'm saying? This is after the fact. So I went and checked. Uh, let me tell you this. So this is in the middle of your story because this is how it happened chronologically. So I get a, a, a DM, um, a request because, you know, you got a request, but whatever. Shout out to my homeboy, Brian McGee. For sure. For, for reaching out for the DM. Oh, B. McGee. Uh, yeah. <laughs> and it said, 911, call me about Dame. My stomach dropped. I'm like, <laughs> shit. You don't like, never know what's happening out in the streets. Yeah. I'm like, it's just one or two things. A nigga, got a re- a nigga went to jail. or well, I'm dead. Yeah. You know what I'm saying? That's the only reason a nigga's a, a lookout. You know what I'm saying? Like that. I'm like, well, this nigga too go to jail a lot. So <laughs> More than I like. You know what I'm saying? <laughs> so as soon as I got that, I just picked my phone up and I just text you, yo. You know what I'm saying? Because... My phone was already off because I was already the in blue, police custody. So th- that's the test, basically. Is so do it go to do it? Did the blue message turn green or do it go blue? The bitch turned green. So I called my man. He told me what was going on and shit. I'm like, all right, bet. So then I looked at the. Then I went to your Snapchat. Like, when the last time this nigga snapped? How long he been in? Then I see the one that says, 
I'm late for work. It's 9.06. <laughs> then the next snap was the police. Picture <laughs> the police saying, I'm going to jail. Yeah. <laughs> <laughs> so the police officer pulled me over. I wasn't even speeding or nothing. He said that my plate came back invalid. Ain't that the same shit? Yeah, that's the same shit that happened to you. So he said my plate came back invalid. I knew when he went to the car with my license and registration, I already started getting my shit together and making texts and calls (laughs) because I knew what time it was. Like, anytime they flick you out, if you get flicked and you got a suspended license, it's 50-50. But I know if you in out of Detroit or the greater metropolitan area and you are (laughs) African-American, my nigga, you probably going to jail. So, of course, I went to jail. They took me in, booked me in Plymouth, Michigan. Uh, took pictures of all my tattoos, mm. which was, this is the first time I got arrested and I felt like the shit was, like, somewhat invasive. Because, like, I got to take off my shirt and show you. Like, I got closer to, like, 40, 50 tattoos on my body. So I got to show every last fucking, like, y'all got to mm-hmm. document every last fucking one. So they did that, booked me. I started making calls. It's not prison, though, fam. Like, this is just jail. Yeah, this is this just like, literally lockup. Ca- not even county, nigga. This is like some Barney Fife shit. Yeah, this is just regular local-ass lockup. Not- they about to pin a murder on you. Yeah, <laughs> right, right, yeah. Right. They about to pin something on you, nigga. It's a regular-ass lockup. Now, I'm in lockup sweating because I can tell this shit now. I had a couple weed brownies, a half ounce of weed in the car, and I had a pistol. And... Thank God that the officer was not on his job because that nigga didn't find none of that shit. When he opened up the door, the weed was sitting right inside of the door. Nigga, he touched the bag that it was in, and I'm thinking, he opened up this fucking bag. I'm done, but I had this shit. You got your car back in? Yeah, I already got my car. Oh, you're safe. But I had the weed inside of, like, a Mr. Pizza bag, and and the nigga touched the bag, took that shit out and everything, and then put it right back. So I was sweating because I was like, if I get down to the precinct and they come in here yeah, with this weed, it's, it's a wrap, it, if, if they find this pistol and come in here with this weed, you've been doing Shop Talk podcast by yourself. Two to five. Yeah, easy. Or a lot of money. Two to five, probably. I just yeah. I just said so. But thank God they didn't. Shout out to my homegirl, Blue, who came through in the clutch for a nigga. Bailed me the fuck out. I probably sat in jail maybe an hour and a half. Oh, Shout yeah. out to my nigga, B who was going to be there in the clutch with the cash, but he was dealing with some of his other shit. My nigga Jay Johnson was going to come through with the money. And shout out to my nigga Van Pierce for uh, throwing the nigga a little bit of look so I could try and start getting myself out of this legal predicament. Yo, shout tw- out to him. We used to, we, I was in art class with him. Yeah, yeah, that's, that's my yeah. man's. We grew up together. So my goal for 2017 and 2018 is to live the rest of my years criminal-free. I'm going to finish paying off these tickets, get clean, get all my shit clean. I got to go to court on the 29th, so we're going to do like a prayer vigil for Dane <laughs> that I come out of court. I got a court date on the 17th. Okay. And, um, you know, I, I fight the cops. You're going to come home, though. I'm coming home unless I get held in contempt. <laughs> yeah. And I had an arrest warrant in Wayne County, mm. but when I got flicked in fucking uh, Plymouth, like the officer told me, she's like, yeah, we called Wayne County. But I doubt they're going to come. And they didn't. So I was able to, to get out. But I got to pay that shit before I go to court. Because mm. if you go to court with an open warrant, you're probably going to stay. Man. So, But I only owe them niggas like $200. So I, I'll shit on that real quick. But uh, shout out to everybody in my circle that came through for a nigga. I mean, 
you know, when you down on your knuckles, you really see who the fuck is in your corner. And I saw who had my back, and I appreciate and love them, like for real, sincerely. What's what's up? Uh, the police, I see they got a new a new tactic. Your light, your plate came back invalid. So that's I guess that's the new the new shit. Oh, and he took my plate. Yeah, that's fucked up. He so took I, your plate. Yeah, he took my plate off the car. I got to go. I have. I went to Secretary of State this morning to try and get another one. I cannot get another one until I appear in court. I was at the Secretary of State for a couple hours a day, and then they sent me home. I was in the Secretary of State. There was a nigga there with two ankle bracelets on, <laughs> trying to obtain identification. <laughs> he did not have a bill, no bank statement, not anything in his name, and was fighting with the lady, arguing with the lady in Secretary of State. Me too. She was like, you can't, you don't have a bank account, a bank statement? He was like, I can't get one without ID. No, but he did not have enough paperwork to produce identification. No, this is the exact, so my nephew, I was talking about a couple weeks ago, he just turned 18 on the 20th of July, so I'm trying to go down there and get him a state ID so he can go to this job fair tomorrow and they're going we already set it up so he can get hired on the spot all you need is your ID you know what I'm saying or whatever so we got on there he got a social security card and he got his high school picture ID like that's it they need one more piece they, no they need four more pieces they said we need four um, more they said we need you gotta have your social security card you gotta have a your school ID you gotta have your birth certificate and you also have to have three pieces of mail with your name on them to that address. I say the, he don't He's even, seventeen. Like, he don't even have a name yet. Right, right, right. How right. do he go? How, he don't have a bill in his name. Like so, you, so something that came home from the school, you, you got in trouble from the principal office. So like, Sports Illustrated. And then of course I'm like, so so he don't know his. No one knows where his birth certificate is. Uh, his mama don't know where it's at. So I'm like, all right, we can go down there and find and go get a new one. They work from eight to three. Like, who the what fuck? type of fucking hours is that? How you get to close at three o'clock, fam? For the day, nigga, you don't even eight. That's not even eight hours. Your whole entire staff is part time. Like that shit weak, dog. That's how you keep costs down. How do I need ID to receive ID? That's how they. That's how they was if doing I my man. Had ID, I wouldn't need ID. <laughs> right. Shout out to most deaf. That was a, from his and, and like, and a police officer took my license. So like, right now I'm a man without a country. I have no picture identification. Luckily, my man Jay Johnson came to school with me because I'm a little gun shy about driving right now. You got a passport? As well as you should. Uh, I could not get a passport at the moment due to my previous criminal activities. I've been kicked out of a country. <laughs> like, like literally, I was banned from Canada for probably about six years. Like, I just got that shit cleared up maybe about two, Canada three years ago. Canada don't play. They won't let you. Look, my nigga. They, they talk shit about Donald Trump. Canada got the strong band harm. His, his band hammer is strong. So so let's sit down, crisscross applesauce children. It's time for story time with Dame and how I got banned from Canada. So back when I was rapping really heavy, Canada was a fucking hot spot. Like people in Canada, like when you do rap shows like in Detroit, everybody like it's just a crowd full of niggas that rap right. that's waiting to get on next. When I was doing shows in Canada, it was people just coming out to see niggas that rap. Like they was fans just looking right. to listen to new music. Right. Shout out to my nigga DJ Needle at uh, C Jam now at C Jams over in Canada because we used to go up over there all the time, rap on the mic. Like, he debuted, like, a couple of joints from my previous project, Identity Crisis. So, I mean, Canada was good for a nigga. Identity and I, Crisis. That's when you was going through your transition? Nah, nah, oh. No. 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 <laughs> no. But my nigga DJ Needle was uh, 
you know, looking out for a nigga. And I was getting really good shows. I did the Emancipation Festival in Canada, so shit was going. Yeah, like nigga, shit was going good. I don't like that name. It feels kind of weird. I mean, it paid. Emancipate. It was a bunch of black acts. <laughs> no, nah, no, nah, it was it was like some diverse shit, like right off the water, like a big ass thing. We had like ten thousand people out that year. So I mean, it was it was crazy. Canada was good to a nigga. So. Me and my homeboys having a good time over in Canada. We decide we're going to get a little bit of liquor and take it on back. Because, you know, liquor prices are a little bit a little bit better over there at the time. And uh, we just going to, you know, get to the border, tell them we ain't got shit, and they're going to let us go. So at the time, we four niggas deep in my Dodge Neon at the time. <laughs> <laughs> y'all look suspect already. Yeah, so we get up to the booth. And the lady, you know, do y'all want to declare anything? Hell no. I declare. No, we ain't got nothing. And she was like, and she was going to let us go. And before she stopped, she said, hey, what's your license plate number? And I was like, I'm not sure. She said, is it ABC and just ran off some number? I said, yeah, that sounded about right. (laughs) She put that tag on my window. She said, pull up over there. (laughs) We get out. The, The Canadian police officers are... Or whoever at the border is searching the car. They got us. Our cell phones are in our seats in the car. They made us leave the cell phones. They flipping the car apart. I'm in a neon. I don't have shit. My homeboy has all the liquor inside of his Ooh, North what? Face coat. Oh, shit. Like, he has, like, four bottles of liquor. Like, like four-fifths inside of his North Face. They're going through the car. Don't find shit. They get ready to let us go. Have a good day. This nigga coat gives, and two <laughs> bottles fall out and crack on the ground. <laughs> There's like, nah, fam, hands up against the wall, and they separated us in four different rooms. Now, the thing about Canada, like in other places where you get arrested, you get a phone call. Canada does not give you a phone call. When I inquired about it with the police officer, he was like, no, nah, that's some shit they do in America. Yeah, we don't do that that's shit. That's some fucked up shit. These niggas ain't got no fucking army. How they going to make these draconian rules? No phone call. We sat in a rooms. We sat in rooms separated with each, with each other for at least five hours. Before this was five hours before anybody came and even spoke to me. After five hours, somebody came in and said, "You all can go." There was no paperwork to sign, and we left. So maybe about a week later, I had another show booked over in Canada. I get to the border. They was like, "You're not allowed in the country." I said. How do you get banned from a country? <laughs> she and she was really smug about it. You know what you did? Cause she didn't know. Nah, she probably didn't she know. Had but no she had no idea. But she know. Hey, you. But there was there reason. was a very long and extensive po- process with getting back over into Canada, including writing letters apologizing for my behavior. She. Was part of the condition for me to get back over into the country. After about five years, I finally got everything cleared up and was cleared to go back into Canada. But then by then they had changed it where you needed either a passport or an enhanced license. So I said, fuck that secondhand-ass country. I ain't never going back. It's not a country anyway. What did they say? What was that on? Providence. Listen, if you ain't got no army, nigga, you're not a country. <laughs> Fuck you gonna do if I come over there? Send them niggas on them little mount, them little the little horses over here. Mount, Mounties, man, Mounties just kick your ass. You see what? Did you watch? <laughs> the jump last? off a horse like like a slave owner and beat your ass. Did you see the last episode of Game of Thrones? I did. You see what happened to the fucking horse? <laughs> okay, then come over here. Chop down. <laughs> come on, that punk ass horse. So fuck him. I ain't never gotta go back. 
I'm a G. I don't need Canada. Yeah, man. So, uh, speaking of Game of Thrones, I guess we can go into a little bit of TV, TV time. Game of Thrones had the best episode of the season so far this past Sunday. You think so? Yeah. It was a pretty dope episode. It was. I watched it on the you cell phone. Can I do this for a second? Yeah. Go ahead. The bell is free. I watched it on my I cell phone. I don't watch it. Oh, shit. I'm late. I'm late. I'm late. Have you ever watched it? Never. Ever. So you're just the minority that just don't give yeah, a fuck about it. Well, you I, know, uh, everybody have flaws. <laughs> I can't. People, you know what I'm saying? People talk. You all will have something in common. You're both Joy Road niggas. Word. Joy Road and what? Joy Road Evergreen. My man, I'm pretty much from Joy Road and Pearson, like not too far away. Yeah, yeah. Dearborn. Sure. This nigga. <laughs> Joy Road go from uh, fucking Burt Road to Dexter and shit. Linwood, rather. Warrendale, Dearborn. That's where y'all are from. <laughs> nowhere near. Nowhere near. Nothing but Joy Road slander from this side of the table. I mean, I live in I live close to your neighborhood now, so I won't slander it. All right, but uh, you're a true West Side nigga now. But uh, you've been knighted. I don't fear y'all niggas on that side of town. I just say it like that. <laughs> <laughs> I go to the Murder Mac and I walk through the drive-through. <laughs> okay. <laughs> anyway, the, um, I did watch Game of Thrones early because it was leaked. I watched it on my cell phone first. Uh, HBO got hacked. And I guess stars did too. Yeah, yeah. it's a bad weekend uh, yeah. for niggas. Well, no, yeah. but this HBO shit is a little bit different than the star shit. Like HBO literally got hacked. I mean, the email servers they are asking the president of HBO for ransom. Like nigga, we got everything. Oh, like we got your personal account information. Like we leaked that one shit. This is some. I don't know if y'all watch Mr. Robot, but this is some 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 other shit. Uh, I ain't even heard about this uh, HBO stuff. Yeah, they got hacked about about a month or two ago. They just started fucking with them recently. Word. Yeah, and now they, they actually released the scripts to the rest of the episodes, not the video, but niggas don't read, so you're nah. safe. Yeah, yeah that's the- <laughs> So you, you're actually safe. But uh, everything got leaked. Stars? Stars got a sprung a leak this week, too. I want to ruin stars for niggas right now, but I'm not because hey, I'm gracious. You a whole ass nigga if you ruined um, power for motherfuckers, dog. Like, it's okay to post the links, because I watched them bitches, right? Because some of y'all niggas ruined that bitch. But, like, for you just to make a status that says, Man. hey, guess what? XXX die in this episode. Yeah, like, that's, that's you, a, you I, just, I got it. I you got just a whole ass nigga for that, doing that type of shit. Or posting pictures of death yeah. scenes. Like, just why? post the fucking link. Why are you posting clips and shit? I mean, at the end of the day, like I me, mean, my life ain't gonna be drastically different. But you still a hoe. See, I didn't watch. I didn't even watch them. Somebody ended up giving me the links, and I didn't even watch them. I mean, once once the shit was ruined for me, I had to go. I, mean, I had yeah. to watch it. You know what I'm saying? My wife would kill me. But they was a <laughs> deal breaker. <laughs> deal breaker, right there. <laughs> so, people, this is this what actually happened. This is how leak happened. The shit. So apparently, there is a website slash app that Stars has. Um, for its employees to log in and watch and review the episodes. Oh. Uh, the person who leaked the episode, so to speak, got access to the login information, logged in and watched it. And while he was watching on the phone, he Facebook live from another phone while he was watching the episode. So all the quote unquote leaks that everybody saw yeah. was the was watching somebody watching on their phone. My man, you are fucking fired, bro. They already you said it. They're coming for him. They already said it. He- but like, how do you know? Who the person was logging that was used. So if they, they said they showed his face, he he, sh- he actually showed his face. The guy. 
Well, no, he didn't work. He don't the dude. Oh, the, the dude that was doing. Oh, okay, dude okay. from Detroit. He, 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 oh, okay, okay. He just somebody. He got the login information from someone else. So the you know so the main nigga that leaked it was from here. Yeah. Word. <laughs> niggas from Detroit will find a way. Hey man, God, man. Yeah, so we a different breed. It wasn't. It wasn't <laughs> no four way. episodes. You know what I'm saying? Yeah, it I heard like the one finished. Whatever. Thirty five minutes of like two episodes combined, and like forty three minutes of another one. So you still gotta wait. But when I saw that, I tell you this though: power leak. Shit got leaked. Poor so and so. I was like, this nigga right here. Why you do some? Shit? Why you do that? <laughs> you could just say power leak. There your link. Now, nah, man, niggas want credit. Niggas want credit for their fuck ups. I mean, you can be credit for being a hoe. So look, um, so what I did, I did make a post on Facebook, and I said, um, and this was the honest to God truth. I know, I know, some people thought I was playing this shit, but this was the honest to God truth. I said, yo, I seen a couple of you people who post the leaks, the, 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 the spoilers of, of 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 power and shit. I mean, it's not the end of the world, but you know, I don't like it. So to the person who did this, if you're reading this message, I know who's smashing your girlfriend. Um, how about that spoiler? Uh, <laughs> I hope you have a nice night. Did he reach out to you? He did not reach out to me, but they liked the picture. So I know they seen it, and they probably don't know that I'm talking to them. I don't know if they know or not, but live with that. That's fair enough. I mean, And guess what? I wasn't bullshit. I was going to say, I would have to find out for sure now, if I was that guy. Now, I could be an asshole. <laughs> right. And, and do a leak like you did, leak and, and say, tag "Hey, just tag guess what? Such and such <laughs> is smashing such and such and such and such." But I wouldn't do that to you. You know what I'm saying? Niggas get real sensitive about like their main vagina for sure. Oh yeah, okay. like they don't mind niggas hitting their hoes, but that one that you love, that got your heart, you don't want nobody else smashing that. Mm-mm. Be humble, my nigga, and watch yourself. Your <laughs> streets talk. Uh, speaking of nigga on some bullshit that needs to be humble, this nigga Trump is going at North Korea oh. tough. He is saying that we're going to come at them with, what was it? Fire and fury. Yeah. This nigga talks so much shit. He's like a rapper, dog. He, he like he like a battle rapper, dog. That's he's a he terrible battle and rapper. And he's terrible. Like If Trump was a battle rapper, he would be Big T. Shotgun Shug. Ah, okay. I could go with Big that. Big T has actually got some bars. He, he's Big straight. T has some classic battles, but he would Shotgun be. Shotgun is all ag- all aggression, <laughs> no bars. <laughs> I mean, he a lot of show. That that pocket tap that carried him for weak. years. Yeah, now it's like, what you keep doing this shit for? It, 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 it's weak now because niggas were actually, like, he was doing it on niggas that he could intimidate. Like, when he dared to pocket tap T-Top. Top threatened to blow his shit out, yeah. and that was the end of that. But like you, you touching my pot, like nigga, you was not literally gonna run my fucking pockets at all. Like this shit cool for the camera and shit. You can you can literally tap my thigh if you want to be a fat. I mean, you want to be you you want to say the f word. <laughs> say the f word. You can't no, say it no I'm more. Sorry. That's a, that's that's, so, that's socially irresponsible. You for can't me to say, that. say it no more. They um, took all our good words away. But yeah, he uh, so t- check it out. North Korea is gonna bomb us. No. Yeah, they will. Guess what? Guam. It's all fake. <laughs> North Korea. So I was listening to this podcast um, from a gentleman over from in North Korea, and he was basically explaining like how it is and why it's like that. The Kim Jong, that motherfucker, 
He all he it's all lies. It's all front. It's all dog. smoke. It's all smoke and mirrors. He is lying to the people in his country. His people in his country are shut off from the internet. Oh yeah. They don't know what's really going on. He they everybody in that country thinks he is the toughest nigga in the world. A couple months ago when he put all They those, shut off the electricity at nine o'clock in North Korea. Like remember when he put all those guns and shit out on the display? He's trying to convince the people in his country. That he is the biggest toughest because right. when they don't know that when they when they don't think that no more then they'll probably try to rebel and shit like that. That's the, the nigga is all yapping, no action. No, we got so much shit over here. You don't like in real life. I don't even like Trump. Forty five, whatever you want to call it, it's way too much shit over here, fam. You don't want it. The niggas that's surrounding you over there, you really can't go to war with. Like I am not worried, and you so fucking far. If you want to shoot some shit over here. What you gonna do? I, I, I am not worried. How do you shoot a nuclear warhead out of the sky with another um, a missile? <laughs> Shit. I guess somebody. I, fly I don't know. I don't. I didn't play Battleship coming up, so I'm not <laughs> sure how you how you work that. Shit I mean, out. war has changed now, right? Because now you pretty much just got two nerds on laptops fighting it out. Because all this shit about to push it a button. As soon as you launch yours, I know you launched yours. Like, I see this shit on my screen. So now, two smart niggas got to figure out how to launch this shit without you knowing it. And then he got to figure out how do I kind con- You know what I'm saying? So, we should just go back to the days where niggas just uh, trial by combat and shit, dog. Them two niggas need to get in the ring and just fight. That would be the saddest fight you've ever <laughs> seen in your life. Against who? Trump and, and Kim Jong. Kim Jong. You seen that nigga? I've seen he Trump has little hands. Kim Jong, uh, that motherfucker fat and out of shape. <laughs> That's what I'm saying. That's what Trump be, is. Trump is fat and out of shape. And too. old. It's going to be the saddest fight you've ever pussy. seen. I'm fairly sure. <laughs> and when I say fairly, I mean 100%. If me and Kim Jong square it up, I'm whooping his ass. Like it's not even. It's going to be like Floyd Mayweather versus Conor McGregor whoop his ass. I don't think this is going to be a straight ass whooping. All right. Well, I'm should, not putting no money on it. You should but. be more intelligent than that. As, as much as you, as much as you watch boxing, like you should know, you should know the difference between what was real and what's no, not. No, not not that it's going to be a, a, a straight ass whooping. It's going to be 400 years of slavery and reparations come out, and how Floyd is going to beat the fuck. Out of <laughs> Absolutely, 100 percent with eight ounce gloves on. Yeah, 100. Uh, percent What's up next, Usher? And his overweight lover. Oh, girl, Quantico Sharpton. Yeah. Quantico. I don't know how I've never heard Quin- Quinish- Qu- Quantico. That's how do, right. how do you, as a woman, carry a baby for nine, almost ten months, push her out of your vagina, hold her, look at her with love, and say, I'm going to name her Quantisha? <laughs> it, just, it just doesn't make fucking sense to me. But she's claiming that Usher, even though Usher did not give her herpes, She's still suing this nigga for possibly exposing her to her. Case closed. Who mans is this? Case closed. Who mans is this? Case closed. <laughs> like how? Uh, like, I don't. I don't. Like, guess what? So sweetheart? should I sue every woman I've had sex with for exposing me possibly to becoming a father? <laughs> Pretty much, <laughs> because I mean, you hoes have put me in danger with friends of the court. And listen, every last one of you. No, this is the the only way that she got a case is if Usher raped her. She's. Because other than that, bitch, you had an opportunity to put a fucking condom on. You exposed yourself when you chose to go wrong. Well, you can still catch TM- herpes without. TMZ just dropped something and said that they hooked up at the days at end. The days in, and I guess the bail hop. I don't know who the fuck it was. Bitch, I do not believe that Usher came <laughs> to the days end to smash your ass. How do you, you remember that? I picked this out. I, tell I you guess what. it is Usher. I tell you why this shit a lie. 
if it's Usher, you go remember Usher coming to the day's end. I, I Come t- pick her up. Right. <laughs> send, send the car for her. No, no, no. I'll tell you why this shit a lie. Because the bitch too fucking stupid, right? And I'm, yeah, I called her. I, I, she's not getting the respect of the regular young lady. So the bitch so fucking stupid. This your hometown. You go to a concert. Why the fuck do you got a hotel room? You know, how do you get a hotel room? They're just going out having a good time. They want to turn up and decide to so get a room. You, so, the so, days in ain't expensive. So you, so there's a there's a concert out in Cobo Hall. You go get a fucking room at the days in? Usher is not home. going to the days in. That's not happening. <laughs> there not is happening. no days in. Like this shit made. You know she also said she was pregnant with August Alcina before. Usher has never heard of the days in. She I was, guarantee it. Like she, she didn't think this whole lie through. Like so he she said, out here just really fishing for a check. Cause he, Did you see a little post she made before? This is yeah, my, she wanted. Yeah. She, she was in need of money or something. It's my last day as a regular girl or some shit. She blah, said, blah, blah, before she went on. Usher people came to her in the crowd and um, wanted to get her information hold in on. what room she was in. Wait, hold on, hold on. Picked her up. That's what she said. Usher's people picked her up and brought her on stage. Yeah, I, I, yeah, I, I saw thought, a part of him dancing with her I on thought stage. That was, yeah, that was weird. I thought that was a figure That wasn't her? No, that was her. That was her? Yeah, yeah. Her big, that was her. So somebody no, just, picked just her big ass up? The, I thought that was a figure of speech, though. Like, people keep saying, like, I, I thought that was like, like a, I didn't think they actually physically picked her up. It's not impossible. He said he picked it's, her up. It's not impossible. It's been a lot of videos with Usher and big women. I'm, see, I'm not, I'm, I'm not, see, I'm not, I'm not big Since this. I'm not big girl shaming. No, like, listen. I'm a, hold on real quick, because I'm a man. Right, and I've dated some plus size women in my like. I like women. I've Quantico dated plus size? size women. You dated Chronicle size? You know what, man? I ain't even gonna front. I dated like I've dated a couple. Are you big saying girls. date or have you smashed? Oh, I've, I've smashed. I've, I've I mean, smashed date, dating size. and smashing is something different. No, no, but like we dated and then in oh, the course so, of dating, like oh, I, okay. But I mean, but no, I think every real nigga got like one or two big girls on his resume. But my, see, no, but, really, no. But I listen, think, I mean, that's you. But my argument has never been about him smashing. You know what I'm saying? Like, I mean, I don't. No disrespect, but his wives they haven't been that hot to me personally. So. It's no big surprise if you like somebody that you, I don't think is like attractive. You, li- you like what you exactly. like. Exactly. So you know I mean? my big thing is she ain't got herpes. She don't got it. Why are you having a press conference about not having herpes? Because she needs the world to see Exactly. That. She got to play that victim. Case closed. She's she trying to get that check. You don't got it. You don't even got herpes. <laughs> you don't even got it. Hey, man, I'm just going to start <laughs> accusing people of shit and suing them, and hopefully I hit the jackpot. Hey, man, this, girl, sticks. this girl suffers from mental illness, dog, in real life. They said that. You know, they she, said she, she keep making girl, up stories and shit. They said her mama about to come out and expose her. A whole girl about to say, hey, look, this bitch be lying. Oh, man. It ain't no good if your she mama She got some mental illness you. problems and shit, and uh, Quantico just need help, and um, I just don't believe her. I, I frankly don't believe her. Why Why did you get a hotel room that night? Because how she said it, like, the room was already got. They wanted to know what room she was in. No, that's not how it worked. You had you went home already. You would just go back to the crib. I mean, I done got rooms. She lived with her mama. Been close to the cribs. I mean, I don't know if it's you, true or not. You, 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 you going to see Rakim at a concert? I'm gonna go go to the Days Inn. No, like, I done got, I done got a sense. room because I don't want to take you back to my house. Like I don't I, even know why there. I stay. You talking about when you want to date with somebody? This is a bitch going to a concert. Let me do the air quotes room. in terms of dates. I, I guess she so, don't got I mean, a date. She don't. She don't know Usher yet. Like I already got a rule. I'm just she going was, to. The, she was plotting on him. Fuck out of here. What she what she did was she since I didn't even know that video was actually her, but she took that opportunity. See, look, 
I was with him that night. So now you can embellish and say what you want to say and say, hey. And then after that, we went to the day's end. We got busy. He gave he he did not give me herpes. It's it's like niggas lying in a barbershop. Like the lie has come and grew legs of his own, and that's where it is. Uh, good luck getting that check. I mean, I'm about a nigga getting paid, but I don't think he's gonna see no cash. You don't got herpes. Yeah. Yeah, case closed. Case closed. <laughs> grand opening, <laughs> grand closing. Uh, and this nigga saying he don't got it no more. Well, he say he, he saying he don't got he, it. He saying he don't have it. That could be Fugazi. That could be smoke screen. But if he, if he ain't got it, then the he gonna be showing like, some. Didn't we just look at court documents pieces? that said you got it and you was dripping and all that shit? Like, fam, he, it's only been a week. We look, ain't that. We ain't we ain't that slow. Do what you got to do to protect yourself and protect your brand, Usher. Like fight this. Like she does. She clearly doesn't have a legal or mental capacity to fight this shit in court. And if I'm Usher, I'm just not gonna be handing out bitches checks. Like this ain't check and go. My biggest concern is the dude that came out and said that. Usher gave me Usher. I don't even think that's a big concern because, like, I don't think even if it's like, like if, false. if somebody told you that Usher was fucking with men, it wouldn't be like you would look in the mirror and be like, "Oh man, I couldn't believe that." It was like, "Oh, it finally came out." Is more so the reaction. I mean, if I was Usher, I'm saying like, "Hey, it's a dude talking about I gave him herpes." Like, come on, man. He he ain't fighting that one yet. That's the if I was silent, that's the one. I, that's when I say something like, "Hold on, well, hold wait on. A, wait a minute." Hold the fuck up. <laughs> I gave that bitch herpes. I ain't get this nigga no herpes. Her, no herpes. I'm telling you that right now. That's when we stop. Yeah. Bullshit. Well. So, uh, on this week's whose man's is this? Can I make a nomination? Yeah, please go ahead. Young Thug and his attire for is it Adidas new campaign? Adidas Puma, whoever he signed with. Well, he's in a garbage bag, so it kind of this he's wearing a condom with wings. This nigga looks like he in a dirty used condom slash. Crucifix slash uh, Christmas ornament slash, like what what the fuck can now we the, get rid of this nigga dog nah man these young kids be a little bit more adron- adronous I think it is the word have you ever seen a, a child dressed like that in real life or have it only been online cause I don't know where these kids be at in real life I nah. see this shit online I hear people talking about it but until I actually see this shit this shit all smoke and mirrors dog adrogynous that's the word uh, no, I don't never see kids dressing un, like the, in a way that's not gender specific. Everybody, everybody is living off the internet, living off of talk show um, topics and shit like this, but y'all don't ever see this shit in real life. Like Little I keep, boy with a dress on and some pigtails. I keep hearing that uh, black women marry white women at an alarming rate and blah, blah, blah. Yet and still, all my friends marry black women. All of them married. All of them got children. All of them take care of their kids. I never go out and about and I ever see... Like a bunch of black men with the white. Like, where do these people be at that y'all Westland. keep telling me? Small town, yeah, small town. Westland. And then when I anywhere do, south. And then when I do see him, I look they're at, cousins in the south. And then when I do see one off, you can look at them and remember, like, oh, I see. Like, it it don't be like regular. I mean, love is love. You should be able to love who you love. I'm just saying. But at some point, this shit the young thug is doing, like. I don't, I don't get it, and this is where I feel like an old nigga. Like when it comes to rap and music, it's like this shit just ain't for me. I don't understand it. I don't care to understand it. I'm not a fan. I don't follow it. If that's what you like, I mean, fuck you. But it don't do shit for me. The end. I'm okay with that. Okay, okay so that. Young Thug, whose man's is this? Jay Johnson's man's. <laughs> uh, <laughs> we all know that's not the case. Yo, we got a small, well, a huge anniversary, and I know you kind of debunked this shit earlier, but on this day, 44 years ago, hip-hop was born. 
I see you giving me the death stare. Hey, man, shout out to this, though. <laughs> <laughs> you don't believe hip-hop came to be? On August 11, 1973? No, the fuck I don't. Okay. And, and give me your theory why. You mean to tell me ain't no ain't nobody ever busted rhyme before that, dog? I mean, maybe they did and they just didn't have a word to call it. Man, Nicks was probably rapping on top of the pyramids back in the day, you know. Like, I mean, we just I don't know. They take they take credit for hey. This DJ Cool Herc, like we can't take his accomplishments. Are we taking his accomplish accomplishments away? Hey man, I was born in eighty two. It's eleven years. It's ten years before I was born. Uh, I can't. I, I'm. That's not my era. Okay. Well, happy birthday, hip hop, for sure. Because uh, because <laughs> you definitely changed my life. Yeah, so, for um, sure. But you know, I don't. I don't, I don't want to disgrace the legacy. I don't want to shit on it. But like, we'll never know the truth. We were. You wasn't there. Right. In, the, in the words of Cameron the Prophet, because I mean, Dolomite was I'll rapping. Take your word for it. Dolomite was rapping without the beat. Yeah. Muhammad Ali was rapping, but he was just giving out straight bars before. I mean, it wasn't no beat on it, but he was rhyming and poetry. So, I mean. They just gave it a title then. Because poetry has existed since the beginning of time and shit, damn near. And you, and mean, you can do it in a rhythmic fashion. So, you mean, make- tell me nobody ever played a beat while somebody was doing a poem before? <laughs> I, I just I just find it hard to believe. Okay, well, you know. happy birthday, hip hop. I mean, Shout we out can, to hip hop. We can though. tear this shit apart all night. I know. It's, I don't want to be a contrarian, though. <laughs> you are though. But you know, you are. That's your lane. That's your lane. Uh, we got a couple a couple more things. Uh, Zach Randolph got caught with a lot of weed this week out in Cali. Intent to sell what they're saying. That's the big issue. Yeah, intent to sell that marijuana. But if you're a millionaire, wouldn't you buy weed in bulk anyway? Yeah. Like, you're not buying dimes. You ain't buying eighths. You ain't buying half ounces. You buying buying weight. I know this about to be like the stupidest thing because everybody should know, but come on, man. He's still doing his weed thing. Let let these guys do it. First of all, it's better for your body. That's just the bottom line. It's better for your body. Now, I don't smoke weed, but the whole point is Guys that athletes, a lot of them use it just to get back on the field or back on the court, whatever it may be. Get out of this chronic pain that they may yeah. be going through. These opioids is fucking you up. Now you addicted. You damn near uh, fucking we meth head. We ain't you know what what this shit wrong. Man. So this, why why are people still getting weed bashing? Cr- well, criminalized, I'd say. For I mean, weed. It's, it's, in, it's in California. It's damn illegal anyway. Colorado. They do it. Like, come on, man. Yeah, we this, had my homegirl Keena in the city on here a couple weeks weeks ago, and she moved to Colorado and was just talking the amazing benefits of what marijuana is doing out there in Colorado. She saw a tribe called Quest, and Q-Tip told niggas to throw weed up on stage, and they were <laughs> joints being thrown everywhere. Like, she was walking down the street, and she found a joint rolled up in the grass. So, I mean, that's how people are littering now with marijuana. That's how life should be, though. Shout out to Max Kellerman. For calling out um, Stephen Coon Smith because you know he starts to going in on on Zach Randolph and explaining how stupid he is and get off the weed. He got this whole get off the weed. Yeah. What did Max say? Um, Max cut into him. Cut into him. Tell him he got to stop demonizing these players and stuff because it's not that serious. And this particular thing is not that serious. You in California where they just passed recreational. Um, right. Where the shit is damn near legal, but he always 
demonizes any black athlete that gets in any kind of trouble. He just goes on there and talks shit and demonize them and, and just tirade, go on these different tirades. And you never say that against white athletes. You never do that. And Max Kellerman was kind of saying that. He was he definitely he just straight up said you got to stop demonizing these people and he's like well this is going to hurt his career it's going to tarnish it no it's Zach not Randolph going, is in a no, twilight of his career he's been smoking weed yeah, since Michigan it's State. not it's not even and then you hit him with the intent to sell you know he's not trying to sell right. weed he's made 180 million dollars in his NBA contract he just signed a 24 million dollar contract for two years I'm making 12 million dollars a year you know I'm not trying to sell weed you're making it and he explained to him and this was this was really who's gonna get my who man's of this because who is friends with Stephen A. Smith outside of the is Jason Whitlock like really who man's <laughs> is this because the players don't like you they don't fuck with yo, yo, nah, you the people on air don't like you Skip don't like you the nigga left and went to another fucking coast and start got a better show than you do because Shannon be getting busy yeah Shannon represents every single every Shannon single busy. time shout out to Shannon because he didn't retweet like four of my tweets and shit what uh, Shannon yeah. Sharp yeah I don't even be trying for the retweets he just say you know what I'm saying a nice dialogue that goes back and forth shout out to him but like who like in real life who mans is Stephen A. Smith don't nobody fuck with him. Just Jason Whitlock's man. Yeah, I, I don't. I don't, I don't even know. Are the Coon cool? Committee. I can't. I, I mean, I just right group coons together. Uh, <laughs> right. Ezekiel Elliott got suspended six games. The Cowboys are done this season. You're washed. I want to say it, but I, I'm kind of on the boycott, so I ain't watching shit no way. But you're boycotting the NFL for Why? Kaepernick. Yeah, I'm done. Why? The way I look at it, like this. I had made I had made a big ass post about this shit too, because I got I got stopped. Was it yesterday? Yeah, it was it was yesterday. But anyway. This guy, Colin Kaepernick, put his livelihood at risk to protest police brutality against people that look like me and you, so on, so on, so on, so. Because understand an athlete, anybody, an athlete, bust they ass to get what they had. Because you it's how many quarterbacks? 32 quarterbacks? Yeah. 64. So, 64. So, at 64 jobs in the whole world, he became one of those guys. He risked it on purpose for myself, my kids. To bring awareness. To bring awareness. Now he's getting blackballed, in my opinion. So, you're not watching the NFL ever again? My whole thing is this. I even thought about it. if he even got a job, would I still watch it? Because I've already told myself prior to this whole incident that I was going to kind of fade away from it, even though it is my favorite sport. But um, I got a five-year-old son who does exactly everything I do. Whatever it is, I'm playing baseball, he won't play baseball, basketball, whatever, whatever. And I don't want him to play football. I just, I, I'll watch somebody else's kids get fucked up, not mine. You know what I'm saying? So... I was like, you know, I might gotta, I gotta fade away from this shit because the more I watch it, the more he gonna want to get into it. But I still watch it. I was still, you know, what I'm saying, because he he was young, he wasn't even around. He's playing with his games. Whatever. He getting older. He's real observant of what I do. So this just came. I'm like, you know what? I don't even feel right watching football. Like, how can I watch the NFL knowing that they are people there? It's I don't want to compare the NFL with slavery, but I will say they implement slave slave tactics, tactics, slave mentality, slave mentality, 
and I'm and I'm not knocking you for saying that you don't want to watch the NFL this season because I mean that's a personal choice, right? But like that's saying like we should have stopped watching basketball years ago. I mean, Craig Hodges handed a letter right. to George W. Bush and never never saw the NBA hardwood ever again because he gave him a list of things that he could do. To George H. Bush gave him a things a, a list of things he could do to help the black community. Blackballing goes on in every business venture, yeah. every business across the world. It happens every this day. Is the, this is the thing that confuses me about this this latest NFL ban. And I've seen people who said I'm, I'm still watching, and people going like, "How dare you? I can't believe you!" All this stuff. So, if Colin Kaepernick gets a job again, is it okay? Did we win? Are white people not racist? Are the owners not racist any longer? Are they going to start treating black people equal? If Colin Kaepernick gets a, 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 a his job back or whatever, like we may hold again. Nah. So like, so what's the purpose of this? Like, I, I really want to know. Just stand for this something. Is, I think this, is this, what people are looking for. I look at it like this to address what you said about um, Craig Hodges. I was twelve or whatever. I don't know. And young. yeah, yeah, I was both a, young. I was a child. You know what I'm saying and. And the media wasn't like it is now where everything's in your face, you know, you know, from Facebook to whatever it may be. So, I mean, like I said, I mean, I, don't, I make grown decisions now than I did when I was a child. And when the, the, the whole purpose, I look at it like this. We can boycott everything in America. Mortgages. Redlining. Clothes. You, you pick your battle. Because if I want to boycott, I will never eat. I won't have a house, you know what I'm saying? I won't have any clothes because everything is ran by people that's not like us. This is the bottom line. Yeah, it's all controlled by by larger figures, corporations. I just myself, like, I I, I appreciate what Colin Kaepernick has done. Um, can I sit here honestly and say I'm going to boycott the NFL? I can't. And it, I'm just not for the dog. I'm not for the the. The, the social media dog and pony show because this shit don't matter in real life. You personally not watching the NFL. Like, this shit is cool for social media. Like, I'm a boycott about they block, but like, what about real life actions and shit? Because the NFL is going to be the NFL before and after Colin Kaepernick. And before and after us. It's and not, guess what? It's not going The nowhere. NFL TV deals is guaranteed. Whether you watch that shit or not, and they whether, got paid no matter what. And my thing is, whether or not Kaepernick is on an NFL roster this season, mm-hmm. black people still going to be get, getting killed in the streets. 100%. We're still going to be hashtags. We're still going to get gunned down. I appreciate the stance that he took. 100%. And I support, I, I support him that's, fully. That's my thing. Like, he didn't have to do that. Like, at the very least, I can turn the channel. You know what I'm saying? You don't have a career no more. You're done. You you're not playing football anymore. And then at this particular point, like he got a, a lot of flack. Well, Miami got flack for picking up Jay Cutler as if Jay Cutler can't play. Like as if Jay Cutler don't got a fucking cannon. Now every single time that somebody get picked up, Colin Kaepernick better than him. Like no, we can't keep doing this shit. One, Colin Kaepernick can't play in Miami because he rocked the shirt with Malcolm X. And Castro, Castro. On it. Yeah. they got a big Cuban community in Miami, yeah. and they feel a certain way about that. You exactly. can't be the quarterback here. You know what I'm saying? So everybody jumped but on Baltimore, the bandwagon. Yeah, you, yeah, you can see the Baltimore's. That's different. I said I mean, the same shit. thing. I said with Jay Cutler, though. I mean, the same coordinator. 
Yeah, I mean, it's so it made sense. It just made sense. You know but, what I'm but saying? This is, what's, this is what I think is going to happen, just in my true opinion, is that every week somebody get hurt in the NFL. Mm-hmm. Starting quarterbacks get hurt every single day. Backups too? Be, yeah, pra- mm-hmm. whether it be in practice or on the playing field. Right. There'll be an opportunity that opens up. It may not be the best opportunity. It may not be pristine, yeah, I think but I think he'll get Lions. a chance. Fuck yeah. I he, think he'll fit for the Lions, be perfectly honest. So if you want to be in the city of Detroit, you want to boycott because Colin Kaepernick did shit to your local team. Man, now, if your local team didn't pick him up, why don't you why don't you put some pressure on your local coach to say, why don't you pick up uh, Colin Kaepernick? See, my thing with the Lions, though, I go through each team. The Lions, they got their starter where they go be. That's who's going to be. Whether you like them or not, that's their starter. They've already invested two draft picks on their backups. The guy from Michigan – and they got the guy that's supposed to be a big fella this year, but he actually fell back. The guy from um, from the quarterbacks, yeah. Uh, the his mother is on from Friday. Oh, I know who you're talking about. The kid out of Miami. Yeah, he was supposed to be the man this year. They had a bad year. If you go back to like, oh yeah, yeah he's supposed to be the man. So they've already invested in that position. Other teams have as well. But you got teams like the Jets that don't have a quarterback at all. No. They don't got a starter. They ain't got a backup. They ain't got shit. Then you got. Um, Baltimore, who lost their starter for however how long it's going to be, they back up as whoever it's going to be. Cap, dude, dude, he don't fit in all these damn schemes, though. No, no. You got you know to like, have a, a quarterback that's going to help you. And not to say he cannot help you win, but you got to have a quarterback that, that fits your system. And unfortunately, you just can't plug and pick niggas anywhere. But like, like, you got to find somebody that fits. Like, like What systems does Gabbard fit? And they no. got a cannon, though. He does have a cannon, <laughs> but he can't lead his team to a victory. Jacksonville has been a terrible team. That's, that's my whole point. Jacksonville last year, didn't they make the playoffs? No. No, they didn't. They ain't made the playoffs since, what, Brunel? Yeah, it's been like the 90s <laughs> since the no, last No, Jacksonville was one of these last year. They was doing good or some shit. Not Jacksonville. They're terrible. Man. They've been terrible for Not a long, long time. You can take that to the Googles. It wasn't <laughs> Jacksonville, my nigga. I think Colin Kaepernick could end up with a job somewhere. You know, it's unfortunate what has happened, but Dame ain't boycotting the NFL. I'm not. This it's, is the media's fault. Like, ESPN, Fox Sports, y'all did all this shit. It's y'all fault that the reason that y'all have turned this shit into a spectacle. Even if I want to sign Colin Kaepernick, mm-hmm. now everybody's going to be in my motherfucking practice every day with a camera on face. Yep. How do you feel about being the first team not to, to, not to pass up on Colin? Like, don't nobody want to deal with all that shit. If they assigned them quickly. Like the one away. y'all, y'all went, y'all followed that nigga. Put the camera on him right. every fucking week. Every time somebody put a knee, y'all, y'all let out a report that mm-hmm. says these are the people who didn't, who didn't stand. Like y'all did this shit, he and did now this. it's a fucking like y'all have made this fucking circus. And now it's too much. No, I don't want this shit around no more. If because everything every year is all about oh this is gonna be a distraction, it's gonna be a distraction. Y'all have created this fucking distraction, and now it's a more of a distraction. The and thing man, is, Tim Tebow took a knee every time he scored a touchdown. And the that truth, the truth is, they don't give a fuck about distraction. They proving a point. They don't care about no distraction. They man, we can blackball you, and what the fuck you gonna do? Yeah, about what you gonna it? do Not about nothing. it? We we got people beating wives and girlfriends, throwing bitches on top of guns and shit all day. They don't give a fuck about distraction. Yeah. They don't care. They, they want to prove a point. See what we doing to him? Now you and other niggas don't do it. Yeah, that can be you. That can be you. Don't do it. <laughs> don't do it. Do you, not you break, do it. You break one slave in front of the rest of them. You set a precedent. And exactly, you teach a lesson. And I, and I, you know, I, I, I the, the thin line of because people, oh, you know, slave, you know, they getting paid, so on, so on, so on. I'm like, look, I'm not saying they slaves. Oh, you got something to do? Yeah. Oh no, no, we good. No, I'm just saying, you know, people hate that you compare that. And 
I, the principles of slavery is being implemented. It's my my whole point. I'm not saying it's slavery. I'm just saying you tell those white wealthy owners that it ain't slavery. You tell Dan Gilbert that LeBron ain't your property when he left. I think it's more of examples of oppression. Exactly. So I said the, 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 the slave principles, oppression. Like, look, I own you. I own you, dude. You better not leave me. Athletes are nothing more than high paid employees. Yeah. I, mean, so, I own like, you. Like, they got rules. They got to follow with their job just like we do. But for instance, Dodo, Jerry Jones. Oh, said, Jerry Jones came out and said, you take a knee here, you won't be a Dallas Cowboy. Exactly. So, like, if, I, if I'm, pay, I'm pay, you pay me to play football, you don't pay me to stand for the flag. You don't pay me for that. But in his mind, you own, I own you. You and do what I tell you to do. And the thing about it, this hasn't been the first time that an athlete has refused to stand for the flag or for the national anthem. Uh, in basketball? Abdul. Abdul. Uh, yep. Yeah. My, I can't think of his name because he Nobody played Nobody can. Abdul he in the big three yeah, right now. Yeah, he in the big three right now. And he balling. Yeah, he is. Hey, I got suspended <laughs> in the big three. At 50. He, yeah. And he, he don't look like it at all, though. Homeboy, hey man, get down. You drink your water. You nice to people. You say your prayers. All he got is great. That's yeah, it. You might get a little bit more out of life than most niggas. That's it, man. He good. He get busy. Muslim, so he, you know, he, right. He, he, he pray live. five times a day. Eat once a day. Lead a pork. Eat lead a meat. You eat correctly. You live forever. Moderation. Moderation yeah. is key. Bible guarantees you 120 years. All right, man. Let's get into the topic, man. We've been talking shit for about an hour. And shit, Deal man. breakers. Deal breakers in relationships. Yes, relationships, um, not just boyfriend, girlfriend, husband, wife, just in general. Like, what is a deal breaker for you, man? So, I'm going to give, I guess we can kind of go around it. Uh, a deal breaker for me, and I say in a relationship, is lack of ambition. I can't be or see a future with somebody that's not striving for something right. more, that doesn't have a hunger for something more. You know, just explain. Just certain people get into a position are just complacent. And that's cool. You can make a lot of money. You can be, you know, in a good space in your position and your affiliation. But I look at it like this. Like, I'm essentially an entrepreneur. You know, I go to work every day, but I got goals and dreams bigger than the 40-plus hours a week I work with my employer. I want to be free. You know, I got goals to, you know, attain more money, more wealth, more time for myself and my kids. Freedom. And yeah, more freedom. More and freedom. a woman that does not understand that vision and is just complacent where she at where she's at in her life, like we gonna clash because she's not gonna understand why, you know, I'm here at the studio, you know, three, four nights a week. Why I'm studying for my real estate exam right. you know, five nights a week instead of spending time with her. While I she's not gonna understand my dedication and my motivation to my kids because she doesn't understand my my hunger and my thirst to provide a better life for them and for myself. So, I mean, if you're not motivated, if you are complacent, if you're not ambitious, that's a deal breaker for me. So, let me ask. So, um, if they're complacent and they're already free and they're already financially free and they got a free time, they can't be ever complacent or they can't be complacent unless they have what their end goal is. Because at some point, what you're working for, once you get it, once I get once I get it, the, it'll be a plateau of accomplishment. But it's like in my how I look at things, and maybe this is part of me being greedy. Like I never next. have enough men. On I never have next. enough money. Like once I attain the things that I want, then I'm looking at the next set of goals. Because once I have, you know, a million dollars in the bank, all my kids are financially free, their college is taken care of, then I want something more. Now, baby, like what do you want in general? 
I'm because I'm now I'm just curious. Like in life, yeah. Uh, you know what, man? I want to be free financially. I I would love to, you know, wake up and not have to worry about how bills are going to be paid or what I what I'm gonna have to sacrifice this month in order to keep the lights on or keep groceries on or make sure friends of the court ain't on my ass. Like for me, I'm a I'm a honestly a pretty simple person. You know, man, give me a nice house off of Outer Drive. You know, <laughs> a, a coupe for me and my lady, a coupe for me and whatever she want to drive. House full of furniture, my kids happy and mm-hmm. having the things that they need and some of the things that they want. Yeah. And us having the financial flexibility and freedom where we can live with not having that weight on our shoulders. Now, that would be good enough for me. I was having a conversation with somebody and we was talking about things we wanted and. Like, once you get there, I want this one, that. And they asked me, um, do you think – I had never been asked this before. They was like, so if you pray for something um, and you, you work and everything and God grants you and gives you what you've been asking for and then you get it and I say, no, I want something different. Like, do you think that's disrespectful for what you just asked for and what you worked for and what you was given? Like, thanks, I appreciate it. Now give me something else. No, because if if, and you're, was, if you're faithful over what you have, the word says he will bless you with more. He'll His blessings come in abundance. He'll open up the windows of heaven and pour you out a blessing bigger than anything that you can think to attain. So, preach, Dane. Yeah, mm-hmm. The doors of the church are open. <laughs> Is there one? So I'm just saying, like, I feel like if the Lord gives, if God can do this, his wisdom, his mercy, his power, the things that he can do in my life is boundless. So, and I think that he gives you, I've always felt like when he imparts something in you, he's going to give you the tools to do it. I, I, I sometimes sit around and I've have a scenario that I talk about with my friends is that, and I, and I equate it to Barack Obama. One day Barack had the thought in his head that I can be president and it's not like some shit that you tell the kids. It's like a real, for real feeling. Like I got a shot. Like, I can do this. <clears throat> right, really got a shot. One day he was in bed with his wife, and right. he told her, Michelle, I think I can be president. And she had to have that belief and that vision and that ambition or, to help him move on to that dream. Or being a black queen as she is, she could have told him, like, I think you can be president. But I'm saying, like, yeah, but, but, that, but sure, that, vision, sure. that vision, that seed of that vision has to be planted somewhere. And, you know, a lot of it, too, is... In my opinion, like a lot of people may not see your vision, but believe in you. Yeah. Mm-hmm. Mm-hmm. You know what I'm saying? They may not believe you can be president, but they believe you go work your ass off to become it. Mm-hmm. So I'm going to support you. So, you know, I'm going to be there for you if it don't work, but I got you. Because, you know, like being a president or being a rapper, it's, it's, it's like. You got the, it's the dream, not, the dream yeah. starts somewhere. You exactly. have to have that vision and that undying belief that that almost psychopath type of belief exactly. in yourself that this shit is not going to fucking fail for right. me. And you can't expect other people to have that in you. Like they can see they, you. They can love you. They can know right. you and still be like, but I understand mm-hmm. this is what you want to do, right. but don't, you know, have a backup plan right. for your backup plan. So like, no, motherfucker, I got, I got on blinders. I ain't exactly. got no backup plan. Like if this don't work, then I'm, not doing shit else. So your deal breaker essentially is um, in a relationship with a woman is somebody who does not see your vision and you guys aren't on the same accord. Hell yeah. And and I mean, if we're not 
on the same accord, not even speaking biblically, if we're not equally yoked in this thing, it's not going to work. Mm-hmm. It's not going to work. Yoked mentally. Yeah, uh, especially. Not, not, you know what I'm saying? Yeah, not, yeah, not yeah. even yoked financially because, I mean, money can be attained. Success are things that can be attained. But it even takes a very strong woman to look at a man that's not at her level, not at the place where right. she wants him to be mm-hmm. and have that belief in him that, you know what, I'm going to pray for him, I'm going to stand behind him, and I have faith in, because somebody else having that same faith in you may be what it takes to push you to right. where you want to be. So you've been you told, no, you can't do it all this time. You got one person you to got say, one person behind you can't your back, do it. Like, baby, you can do you this can shit. Do like, that could be the difference between mm-hmm. you being good and you being great. Yep. Dope. Um, what's the deal breaker for you? Oh, for me? Mm-hmm. A deal breaker, man. I've been with my These girl. are the serious ones. We're going to get to the funny ones later. Oh, yeah. Because yeah, yeah, I, I, I got to think, man. I've been with my my wife. Well, she's been my wife for 10 years, but I've been with her for 20 years. So so what could she do to make you be like, you know what? I can't take this shit no more. I'm out tonight. I'm staying at the day's end. <laughs> man, wasn't it Quantanamo? What you call it? <laughs> yeah, Quantico. <laughs> but, uh. That's that's a tough one, man. Because I don't want to use the the. Because you, you remember I told you earlier. I said the whole, oh she fucked this nigga. I'm, I'm not fucking with her no more. Like you also <laughs> said that's not really a deal breaker. No, for no. You. To me, cheating's not a deal okay. breaker. I stand by that shit. We'll come back to that. One. Yeah, yeah, we can. Okay, <laughs> but I'm like, but if she cheated with your daddy, then it becomes and, like I'll be. <laughs> The funny part, if you only knew my daddy, just, 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 just. I, we've had talks about your pops before. Yeah, so, I mean, I, I got we like, got to go into that. I got but like, like twenty siblings, B. You know what I'm saying? Like they mm. ain't like, yeah. He he was living. He was out here living his Listen, life. He he wasn't a rap pimp. He was a real pimp. You know what I'm saying? Yeah, <laughs> so yeah. so anyway, so a deal breaker. That's that's a tough one, man. Because it's like we've been through everything in twenty years. You know what I'm saying? So how close are you with your mom? Very. Um, if uh, someone that you was with um, crossed the line in, of disrespect with your mom, how yeah, would you how would you handle you that? Can't, you can't see the thing. But it's, 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 it's. She punched your mama in the oh, face. She mama's a rap. <laughs> but that's a rap. That's you a deal fight. breaker. You yeah. can't fight my mama. Yeah, you know, <laughs> you're not putting your hands on. Like everybody, can. not everybody can't get. Everybody won't get along. Y'all may not like each other. Right. At no point in time would you ever lift your fucking finger. Right. Or raise your goddamn voice to a certain extent to my mom. Right, just we 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 have a raise little, your goddamn voice. Like, like we we'll have a conversation about that voice, right. but it may be a, you raise your fucking hand to to my mom. There's a there's one woman's gonna be on the floor, and it's not gonna be my mom. <laughs> <laughs> See, and, and the funny part about about that though is like I'm not religious by no means, not even close. But they say once you marry your woman, she she comes first. She mm-hmm. comes first. I don't necessarily believe it or against it. You know what I'm saying? I, I roll with who's right and who's wrong. You know what I'm saying? That's how I roll. And you can still put your you can mm-hmm. still put your mate first. Um, if your mom is wrong, I mean, if she's wrong, yeah. you can still put her first, and it's still a, a respect level. Yes, yeah, exactly. Like don't disrespect. But see, my wife would never do that. I'm trying to think of something she can actually possibly do. Hey man, don't you don't do it with your wife. Use you, use somebody that that clearly uh. <laughs> Cause you don't get you in trouble. You go, hey man, <laughs> we we got a deal break. Like me and you go back, and we got some deal breakers amongst some niggas that we ran with. Yes, sir. That you can throw that you can throw yes, out there. You steal from me. It's a deal breaker. What? Well, it wasn't even stealing. Like dude, kind of made us all fellas. Ni- <laughs> manipulated us and had us looking crazy out in these streets. I I made it out. I was the lucky one that made it out. Without he come out. You know what I'm saying? He come out. 
and y'all go out to drink and have a conversation, y'all gonna be cool again. I think me and Mike could be cool again. You don't believe it because I, cause I made it out. You know what I'm saying? Before it got fucked up for me. I made it out too, but I lost I lost a lot. And not to say that we couldn't sit down and have a conversation, mm. but like at one point we were all really close. Very. Like niggas. Every Saturday. Every Saturday we meet. We every meet Saturday. Up, we was planning. We, we was, was pinky in the brain trying to. We Take was, over the world. We was breaking bread with each other. <laughs> Niggas was bringing you know, money. Every you had you had your whatever we brought every Saturday. Yeah, like we we was making like I would never trust him like with anything business related. Like could the relationship be restored? Or we could be cordial. Yeah, but what what happened on top? Like if somebody fucked me over with money, like that's a deal breaker for me because I work hard for my shit. See, like let me tell you what I believe though. Cause it may not be right. Cause I, like I said, towards the towards the when it got real bad, I wasn't around, so I don't know how true this may be. But I believe this. I believe he got punked too. I believe his man is what pumped him up. Yeah, we. You know what I'm saying? It was a trickle down effect. You see, yeah, you I got, once you got played at the top, I mean, now you got that's yeah. in your face. That's how pyramid schemes. So I don't think. <laughs> yeah. so, but the thing is, I mean, <laughs> it was definitely a little, slope, slippery, slippery slope. So, so with that, I don't hold him 100 percent villain. You know what I'm saying? Like he got fucked too. He was he was believing the same shit he was believing. He was like, yeah, we can do this for real. He wasn't lying. He was like, I, I believe we can do this shit because of some other nigga. The, the head nigga of the, of the pyramid fucking everybody down like that. So I believe he got out tomorrow. He hit me up. We definitely we can kick have it. A conversation. We have a conversation to talk and be cordial. But, but that money, that money, and <laughs> the so, pos- even not the position I got put in, seeing other people get fucked over that yeah. were – still part of our circle or even within the reach mm-hmm. of our circle seeing what they went through that shit was a deal breaker see cause I didn't see a lot of that shit cause I left at the last minute man I, I, it's just kinda weird alright so like in uh in relationships right you meet a young lady you guys go out on a few dates um and then what can this person tell you on date number three three first date was great mm-hmm. second date was great Third date has been going great. Great conversation. Everything popping off. And she said, you know, I, I do got to tell you something. What would that something be? Be like, yep, this is a deal breaker. I got her staff with penis. <laughs> <laughs> boom, boom. Yeah. <laughs> uh, deal breaker both. Hey, listen, a girl told me she had AIDS. Deal breaker. We can be cool. For sure. We can still be cool. We talking, you will never taste this dick, though, sweetheart. But think about Not it. Ever. How long ago this had to be? This was before my girl. We talking 20 years prior. You know what I'm saying? She said, and she didn't have AIDS. She just said the shit. Like, she just out of nowhere. Like, what the fuck? Why would you tell me some shit like that? Like, we wasn't even. Full disclosure. She just wanted you to. But she didn't have it. She allegedly. Was... Allegedly. <laughs> so. Everything is alleged around Everything here. is allegedly. So, but uh, yeah. How many children for, you You meet a woman, and you're on the third date, and she say, I, I have a. Uh, I have four children. Is that a deal breaker? Do I still got the two that I have now? Shit, yeah. Then I, I don't want no more kids. I'm done. Shit, I don't got none. If you tell me you got four, that you, you tell me you got one. I'm done. I got two and yeah. I'm good. One, I got well, a girl and a boy. I can, I can feel you on that. One. <laughs> right, right. Four, <coughs> five. I don't. I don't give a fuck. 
I I'll be perfectly honest. I dated a woman one time. She has seven kids. Seven. Seven kids. I mean, like you plan on be- five different fathers. Oh. So when you say you dated, alive? you were trying to have yeah. sex with this woman. Or you, wanted to, you wanted to be in a relationship with this woman. We definitely were having sex, and I I I'll be honest. The qualities about her, she was a good woman. She was a good woman. Yeah, like she was an in, she was an incredible woman. I can't take nothing away from her. Right. I mean, the kids. You wanted to be in a, did you want to be in a relationship with this woman? And, yes. And yes. At, at and one point, I wanted to be in a relationship with her. Yes. I will say this though, I wouldn't want. It wouldn't be ideal if the, they had a child. If if the qualities were there, she was a good woman. I saw something this day, in her. It's number three. So this you day number got, three. You ain't got too far in. And like, she got. Hey, I got seven children. Now it's we a not, deal breaker. We're not having unprotected sex because I know what's going to happen is that I'm like, I got that super serum. I'm going to knock you up with baby I'm number just eight. At, <laughs> I'm just looking at it like this. You could be a great person. You have seven children. That's just a situation I'm not ready to be in. And That's you cool. seem irresponsible. Because, and it could be very You seem very irresponsible. You might be a good person, but could, you seem very you irresponsible. You know what I'm saying? Because how would that work as far as our personal time together? Um, do I am I supposed to come in and be a father to these? Like it's just you know, a weird. I can just, I can just speak for myself. She didn't look for me to be like a father figure. I mean, if I, I not that you looking for me, but if I'm going to be spending time with you, I'm going to be around these children. There's going to be some sort. There's going to be some form An of attachment. attachment. Yeah, interaction. And now, and it's a different. If, if they are different fathers and different childs, different fathers, whatever. Now have interactions and have to have a relationship with three and four. Like it's just a lot. It takes if a strong for me right now. Man. I would have to bow out. That's cool. I mean, it's I not think for that's everybody. A I think that's a deal breaker. It, it takes, just just because you have children, that's not the, that's nothing new. I mean, at shit at, at my age, nigga, you gonna have a, somebody's gonna have a kid. But seven to raise somebody else's kids, though, I always salute like stepfathers and stepmothers and stuff like that. That's tough, man. I don't. That's I difficult. mean, I look at it like this. I'm I'm a man with you know a bunch of kids. You got a bunch, nigga. Yeah, I got a I got a nice little crew. And we we a package deal, and people that want to deal with me seriously, I throw it out there because you know what? It's not for everybody, right? And if it's not for you, that's cool. Let's not waste mm-hmm. each other's time. Exactly. Mm-hmm. And you can keep your table sh- right yeah, now. you can keep your shit moving. Mm-hmm. I, and it's no no hard feelings, right. I no understand. love lost. I got it. But I mean, not everybody can join the army. You know what I'm saying? Right. Like you got to be a soldier to fuck around here. Yeah, we eat the weak. <laughs> right. What's the deal break at work? You hear your boss say something? I gotta quit this job. Uh, Boy. You quitting off rip? You call me boy, I'm going to fuck you up. Off the rip. If a nigga call me a boy, don't call me boy. That sounds like a real deal breaker for you. Real <laughs> yeah. Off the top, don't yeah. call me boy. I was going to go with the N word. Well, that's number like one. You quit it's your like, job? Like, deal breaking me, I'm quitting my job today. Oh, yes. Yeah. And 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 it also depends on how you use the – is it with the ER and what type of inflection you, you use heard Joe, You heard Joe boss refer to you as a fucking nigger. A, a white a white boss, I'm, I'm yeah. assuming, right? Non-black. Okay. <laughs> right. <laughs> uh, Asian. You got an Asian boss, he needs to call you a nigger. You quitting that day or do you stay and sue and do like what, – what's the deal breaker? Like – I'm a DDT that nigga through a table, and I'm out this bitch. We I'm fighting computers out on the way out. The on site, like on. I don't play with the racial shit. I don't play. Or, you know what I'm saying? <laughs> so like, or like if you, I quit a job if you do if you are doing something or directly in quest questioning my integrity and my good name. Like if it's for some malicious shit, like some shit. So I give you an example. Yeah, I got a partner. Right. I got a partner of mine. He works. He's moved up the ranks through Foot Locker. He's now like a corporate manager mm-hmm. and has an area of territories. But 
he told me like throughout his journey throughout you know through Foot Locker like he ran a store if somebody quit or they caught somebody stealing they just accuse you of stealing everything so I catch you stealing a pair of Jordans now everything that got stolen in the past stole in the last quarter it was your ass and then and then they're prosecuting you for something like that so I mean if I get accused of something that's egregious now I'm not say, I'm not saying I'm well, yeah, I steal from jobs. I've done it before. But I got a if, story you want to hear once you get done. Oh, story time with Jay <laughs> Go Go ahead and give it to us, homie. Okay, listen. I stole a lot, right? <laughs> what? <laughs> I've stolen a lot of material and, and, and clothing um, from my job. Can I say uh, Should I say that? How long ago has it been? At least it's seven been, years? Oh, yeah, wait. Oh, long. go ahead and throw them out there. Okay, look, I used to work at Burlington Crow Factory, right? <laughs> Burlington Co Factory. I got busy. Okay. I mean, like, really, I was making more for that than my check. I was getting busy. I feel you. Right. I feel you. So, I got fired, but not for stealing. I got accused of threatening a white woman. I got accused of threatening a white woman. Right. She found out about the underground ring. I don't know what. No. <laughs> no see, was it a customer? <laughs> no. Um, our store was kind of fucked up. Right. Over there on Chicago and Telegraph. Oh, man. I know which one you're talking about. Met my wife there, by the way. Okay. So so it wasn't all bad. No. No. Because I was like... Get closer? Yeah. yeah. Oh, okay. So, um, yeah. So, our, our store was fucked up. So, they had regional people come out, help us clean the store up. You know, help us get it together, whatever. White women coming out, whatever like that. So, and it was some other dude that did it. But she was afraid of him, naturally. He he threatened her. So she said... And all you niggas look alike. Exactly. So if she I said... I get one, I get them all. Call me in the office. So-and-so said, you threatened to... I'm going to get you... What was the, what was the, what was the line? Uh, I'm going to get you, sucker. It was... Uh, it was, it was uh, I'm going to get you, you bitch. Some, 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 it was something crazy. I'm like, what the fuck are you talking about? Which is karma, though. I got fired. But I, I was ganking him. Like, you know, so I got fired for that. And then... Well, as I was walking out, they said, what happened? They said, you know, I threatened a white chick. And the dude that did it said, no, 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 no. I did that shit, right? So I'm like, look, I came <laughs> I came back up there with my homeboy. <laughs> you weren't getting your job back coming back there with your homeboy. Right. I was coming to get my last check. And my homeboy was like, point him out to me. I said, no, I'm going to point him out to you. I said, I'm just coming to get my check. Don't start no shit, right? But that's the nigga right there. <laughs> that's the right there. Because the thing about it, the nigga that did it, he wasn't trying to be, I'm going to still blame my man. He was like, I did this shit, and they didn't care. At this point, I was already fired. It didn't matter to him no more. My man's about to strangle him up. He grabbed a tie, you know, like one of the ties. He wrapped it around his hand. He was he was supposed to say you to the nigga that did it. He was behind you, and he said he looking like, Give me the word. He's going to take him out for Burlington Co. Factory? He said, give me the word. This nigga's fooling, dog. <laughs> he said, give me the word. So yo, it's yo, more than just great coats, man. Let the, so <laughs> your, your deal breaker is racism. Racism, as far as jobs, yeah. All right, so I asked this question. I was going back and forth with somebody on, on, on online, on Twitter. What's your deal breaker with the police? What do you mean in terms of fighting? So, I had posted something oh, online. Man, I got a terrible story. And this I had posted something online, and I said, if you see the police beating and killing me, 
don't record me, help me. Because I see videos all the time where everybody's standing around with their motherfucking phones while your loved ones, your brother, sister, cousin is getting beat the fuck up, maced unjustly. Like if you if you on some fuck shit, sometimes shit happens, right? Yeah. But unjustly in front of your mom and in front of the family and everybody just recording and everybody gonna hashtag you to fucking death well, after you already did. But like I'm saying is don't record me, help me. And then somebody said, Well now you're gonna have two victims or yeah, something. You're like gonna this. die if you and, help your dead. Um if this is my family, then I'm, so, willing, and I'm, I'm willing, willing to die. Right, so I'm exactly. saying, so I'm like, so you mean to tell me if your brother wrongly accused or whatever is getting stumped out beat in front of your mom in front of the neighborhood what are you going to do i'm gonna console my mom i said damn like at some point as a man as an individual yeah. mama gonna have two what dead is sons. Yes. what is the cutoff where it's like all right fam look i'm pulling it out not not saying that you need to go in there and attack or shoot or kill a cop like you're trying to stop jump it. in there like i'm gonna pull you off of, right. off of I, yeah. whatever the situation is this not about to go down right. right now. Go ahead and call for backup. Do whatever you need to do. But guess what? This not about to go down this way right now not with in my front brother. of me. Now, would you do that if it's just, just, just another brother? I might. Yeah. Is it not how egregious the thing. That's, this that's shit that's is going thing. on? Like about my level of it, mm-hmm. about my level of information with the system. I mean, like, God damn, you a human on yeah. the human level, right? Jesus Christ! I, I feel it gotta you. be a deal breaker at some point. Like, hey, I just can't sit back and watch this shit. Yeah, I, I think back when Tupac saw uh, two off-duty police officers fucking up mm-hmm. that man, and that's when he shot yeah. <laughs> two cops. Mm-hmm. Like, hey, I saw this injustice happen, and I had to step in. At some point, there is a deal breaker, right? I mean, there's always a deal breaker. Everybody got their limits. What is that limit? You know what? I got a deal breaker, and it's a terrible story time with Dame about me and the police. Yeah, we can ring the motherfucking bell <laughs> right now. It it has a terrible ending. I feel like I may have talked about this on a podcast, but, you know, here it goes. So, one point in time, we were working for Comcast Cable out in Sterling Heights, and I got pulled over by a police officer who said I made a rolling stop at a stop sign. You know, still in my Dodge Neon back in them days. Oh, you weren't working then? No, I was working. I was I worked for Comcast. I'm not. A, I was. I was never a tech. I worked inside of the building. Like, oh, I mean, as far as like, were you in a company car? No, no, I was in my personal. Oh, car. okay, okay. So I made a rolling stop, leaving up, leaving outside of work. Police officer pulls me over. Now I got some tents on my neon. I got a little stolen place. You know, I was. I'm I'm nigga down <laughs> from day one. So I got tents on the on the plate too. And he says, I'm a. Give you the ticket for the rolling stop, but I'm not going to hit you with these tickets for tents on the plate and tents on your window. I call in the next day for my ticket. Sure as shit, he hit me with the tents. So I said, you know what? I'm going to court and I'm going to fight this shit. I go to court, tell him what happened. The officer tells his side. Who do they side with? The police officer. The long arm of the law. So back in the day when we worked at Comcast, we used to have this system where you could look up, to set somebody's cable up, you could look them up where they live, and it had their full social security number on the account. I looked up this police officer in particular and where he lived at, and this was like around Memorial Day weekend. I didn't turn off his cable, which I could have at the time, but I figured I turned the nigga cable off, they're going to look, point the finger right back at me. But I called and turned all of his utilities off. I turned off his lights, <laughs> gas, water, telephone. I turned every fucking thing off. 
Now, maybe three days later, three, four days later, and when I turned them off, I told the people, the representatives, look, I'm having problems with my identity. Please don't let someone call here and turn my things back on. Flag the account. So he had to go to the offices to get his shit turned back on. He shows up at my job. I get a a tap on my shoulder from one of my superiors at the time that there's someone here wanting to see you. It was the officer that pulled me over. We are in a room. It's me, the police officer, and my one of my superiors at the time, and he's going through the whole rundown of, I know you did this. I know you turned my stuff off. I said, you know, they had already pulled up his account. Your cable's active. What are you talking about? He's like, no, my lights and everything. I know you did it. I looked that man square in the eye. I said, if you knew I did it, we'd be having this conversation in the precinct and not here at my fucking job. Mm-hmm. And I walked out. So... I'm left, and I'm thinking shit's cool. <laughs> Why you think that, though? Why would you think that? Because, I, you know, I stood up to the pig, and the shit was done with. So I leave out, and I get pulled over leaving that day from work. Of course. And essentially, I got pulled over every, at least twice a month for the next six months after that shit happened. So this was around the time when the Matrix movies was, was a big deal. What's popping? I think it was like the third one came out. So me... My ex-wife and a bunch of our friends, we went to see The Matrix at the movie theater that was right next door to my job. Who do I see there at the job? This police officer, his wife, and his young daughter. They are walking, talking, having a good time. The little girl is holding the popcorn. I see him. I see her. I run up to him. I smack the popcorn out this little girl's hand. She couldn't be older than five or six. So now there's popcorn everywhere. People are looking. It's a fucking scene. And he makes eye contact, and he sees that it's me. We just stare each other down and go our own separate ways. You was a ballsy motherfucker. I, I was. I was, you know, young, bossy, brash as God made me. So we go our own separate ways. I continue to get pulled over every month for probably like the next three months after that. At least, bare ass minimum, at least twice a month. This whole thing ended because... Say six months after the incident happened, I'm happening to look on the news, and what do I see? Two police officers were ambushed and killed. Which is one of those officers that was killed? The nigga I had beef with. Proof positive that bastards deserve to die, and they die young. <laughs> That's what you got. That's what I came up with. Oh, my God. <laughs> no, no. Don't fuck with Dame or you die. <laughs> No, dog. That's the moral of my fucking story. No, man. Just no, dog. Just no, man. Just no, dog. Oh, man. You lie on me in court, you're going to die one day. And you got a court date coming up? I do got a court date coming up. Watch what's yourself. On, what's on wood? For entertainment person. These are for, this, this right, right, right. is for entertainment person. You need purposes. a disclaimer right now. Somebody run, run some type of commercial or sponsor some shit like <laughs> All right, man. Uh, I think that's all for deal breakers, man. You ruined it with the deal breakers. And shit. You did end it on a real dark uh, mode. Hey, man, lie on me in court if you want to. <laughs> you can't lie to Jesus. You can't lie to Jesus, man. <laughs> just remember, dog. <coughs> you can't escape karma. No, nah, man. I'm like karma ain't got no expiration date, and I'm dealing with that shit right now. Yeah. I've done a lot of fucked up things in my life. So you got point be- being with this story. So I'm dealing with the the acts of yeah. So you got you got to reel it back in because karma. Karma's know. a bitch. I got another story though. No, no, <laughs> about me stealing too. No, 
Hey, man, you're going to have to come back with us and, and <laughs> fuck with us. And hopefully, you'll be starting your own podcast soon. Give yeah. out all your social media information where people can find you at, fam. Uh, Jamonte Clear was my Facebook one. Um, you're going to have to spell it. I, I'm, about, I'm about to spell it. I'm about to. It's uh, J-A-M-U-N-T-A. And I think, if I'm not mistaken... With that uh, underscore underscore clear C L E A R for a long for time, for a long time be mm-hmm. long time, and I don't got a Twitter. I don't fuck with Twitter. I got an Instagram. Same same thing. Okay. Yeah. Uh, you know what it is. Dame going wild. Twitter, Instagram, Snapchat. Lie on me in court if you want to. <laughs> Uh, man, just follow the Shop Talk podcast <laughs> on Instagram, man. It's Jay Johnson three on everything. But follow the Shop Talk podcast on Instagram. Go to the website shoptalkpod.com and um, go fuck with the videos, man. We put videos up for all the episodes on YouTube. Um, just search hashtag Shop Talk podcast or uh, YouTube Jay Johnson three one three. I'm out here. Um, I think that's it for this week, man. You got anything you want to pub? No, nah, man. Oh, the Shop Talk Podcast Halloween party slash Dame Gone Wild birthday party. We putting it out there right now because the shit's going to go down. It's going to fucking slap. DN. I just want to say thank you guys for having me on here today. <laughs> for sure. <laughs> it's always an experience when my niggas come through. It was, it was definitely an experience. I'm not saying we're the Rockefeller Podcast, but, <laughs> but we are Jay and motherfucking Dame. Peace. <laughs> 